Diversity Challenge. Asking the questions, Jeremy Paxman. Hello, it's another... No, I think not. I'm your quizzical host, Sinanka, but asking the questions in this, a special University Challenge-themed episode of Big Red Potion. Actually, to be more accurate, it's a Big Red Potion-themed episode of University Challenge, except it's actually an episode of Big Red Potion, and it's not in any way affiliated with University Challenge, except for the fact that I've already said the words University Challenge four times, and I've already played the University Challenge theme. Uh, well, look, maybe now would be a good time just to meet off two teams fighting for the right to be crowned the Big Red University Challenge champions of 2011. And first up, it's Gakukun University, a troubled establishment which has seen all kinds of madcap and disastrous experiments that have plagued its more famous high school as well. And it's the result of these awful, diabolical experiments that have brought our two challenges to us today. In their spare time... They are part of the Game Critics writing and podcasting team. One is known for his drinking to get through horror games. The other for drinking to get over how all games are terrible. Let's meet them. Uh, I'm Richard Nyack. I'm from St. Louis, Missouri, and I am studying robot master engineering. (laughs) And their team captain? Hi, my name is Brad Galloway. I'm from Seattle, Washington, and I'm working towards my doctorate in post-apocalyptic wasteland survival. Hello, Gagukin. How are you doing? Doing well. Doing great. Excellent. Let's meet your opponents, shall we? They are uh, two guys hailing from the Billy Lee Memorial College, also fondly known as the Bimmy Lee Memorial College by its violent tag-teaming students. Tearing themselves away from beating each other up in the student union with bats, whips and oil drums, which sounds like any student union to me, are our contestants. One is known for only having the time to put 300 hours into Dragon Quest IX, the other for his ongoing troubles against the debilitating drug known as Sega. Let's meet them. Hi, I'm Chi Kong Lu, uh, originally from New York, currently in New Jersey, and I have a PhD in Dynasty Warriors. Oh, and that team captain? Uh, my name is Joe D'Elia. I hail from Staten Island, New York, and I have a doctorate in Vin Dieselism. <laughs> <laughs> That's such a good ism. It is. The Wheelman, man. The Wheelman is the best thing. Wheelman, man. That's wonderful. Hello, Bimmy Lee or Billy Lee. Hi. Which do you prefer, Bimmy Lee or Billy Lee? Do you even have to ask that question? Bimmy Lee. Okay, right. Wonderful. Well, it's, it's very good to have you uh, with us, uh, students, or whatever you are. I don't know. Um, <laughs> I don't think I can keep that up for the whole show. Uh, <laughs> <so> <laughs> Please try. Please continue to try. <laughs> <laughs> no. so, it makes me feel so young, man. You must keep trying. <laughs> I should explain the rules before we go any further. Um, and to do that, rather than, because they are kind of a little bit specific, I'm just going to go to the official rule book here, which says that questions begin in the form of starters for 10 points and must be answered on the buzzer with no conferring. The team that answers a starter correctly then gets free linked bonus questions for five points each, during which that team can confer with the captain giving the final answer. So it's going to be a starter question followed by three bonus questions. We're going to have 19 to 20 starter questions. We'll see how we go. We need a tiebreaker. If a contestant interrupts a starter question and answers incorrectly, his or her team loses five points. Uh, And the other side gets the whole question, can listen to the whole question without any penalty. We're going to have two music rounds. And uh, hopefully we're going to uh, have a winner in about half an hour's time. So those are the rules. 
and I'll just restate it again. If you interrupt during the starter question, five point penalty. And uh, I don't want, I really don't want to end up with negative scores tonight, it seems. I mean, I, you know, Joe. Yes. No negative scores. I'm an eager beaver. Wait. That's negative if you interrupt and get it wrong, right? But if you get it right, you're good. Yeah, good, yes. <laughs> I'm glad you asked that, Chi, because I was thinking the same thing. I was going to be like, what kind of game show is this? <laughs> it's not last year's show. That was pretty sadistic. I'm not sure if this will top it, but we'll try Right. So this, teams, is your first starter for 10. Which 2008 3D platformer set in a dystopian future has a title song which shares its name with a song made famous by the 2007 game Portal? Really? Delia. Mirror's Edge? Is the right answer. Yes. So that is oh, 10 hard. points to Billy Lee. Uh, you can confirm these questions, guys. So three more starter questions. Sorry, bonus questions. Uh, five points for each one correctly answered. And they are in and around the subject of Mirror's Edge. First one. Which former columnist of UK magazine PC Zone penned the Mirror's Edge story? I have no idea. <laughs> no idea. Is it UK columnist? You said? <laughs> No idea? No. Rihanna Pratchett is the answer. Daughter of Terry Pratchett. Do you guys not have Google open or what? <laughs> <laughs> you, you, know, you, did, you never did say that was against the rules. You know? <laughs> <laughs> I thought I'd ask that question. I, 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 I wasn't sure if you were ignoring me intentionally there. But... <laughs> I just thought I'd set up that trap. Um, right, second question. Rihanna Pratchett co-wrote Heavenly Sword with Andy Serkis, and the man who was the lead designer for that game and later for Enslaved Odyssey to the West. What's his name? Oh, Jesus. Don't forget, you can confer, guys. I have no idea. How about you? <laughs> I want to I want to say something like Circus or something like that, but I, I don't know exactly the name. I knew this was going to happen. It's going to be like at the tip of my tongue or something, but yeah. I, I don't know if I'm not, I, I don't want to give an official answer. No official answer declared. You might kick yourselves. Tamim Antonides, Ninja Theory, mm. uh, lead designer. Last question. I think it's a, maybe a touch easier. We'll see. Returning to Mirror's Edge, then, what is the surname of its protagonist? Hmm. Uh, that's Faith, right? Yes. Her surname. Hmm. Oh, her last name? Mm-hmm. Hmm. Uh, <laughs> Apparently she has a last name. <laughs> oh, Sanan, you've played that game too many times. <laughs> no, no answer? No, no answer. Connors. Wow, did not know that. That's, that sets mm. the time. But anyway, we've That's got... That's a trick question, because she looks Asian on top of that. But yeah. <laughs> She's Eurasian. <laughs> she, she, she is Eurasian. So there, I don't know, the European maybe? I don't know. It's <laughs> ten points to Billy Lee. Zero points so far for Gokukin, but we're a long way to go. Second question, second starter for ten. This long-running action-adventure series takes its name from the wife of the famous novelist Frances Scott Fitzgerald, even though her feminine name is sometimes infamously mistaken for that of its silent male protagonist. What is the series' full name? Gokukin Galloway! 
Uh, Legend of Zelda? Is the right answer. Okay, so yes, brilliant. That is ten points. Well done, Gagukan. Three bonus questions, now to do with that popular bugbear of games criticism, the silent protagonist. And again, you guys can confer. First one for five points. Recently confirmed after ten years of speculation to also be the silent protagonist of Grand Theft Auto 3. What is the name of Grand Theft Auto 2's protagonist? Oh, God, I have no idea. <laughs> Grand Theft Auto. That's the, that's the name of his protagonist? <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> that would be interesting. No, it's Claude Speed. Ah, oh, yes, of course. Did you know that, Joe? I knew Claude, yeah, I did. Yeah, I'd have accepted Claude. Okay, second one. The flag bearer of the silent protagonist, Half-Life's Gordon Freeman, wears a special full-body suit he obtained from Black Mesa. Can you give me the abbreviated name of the suit and what that abbreviation stands for? Uh, that is the HVAC suit, and uh, it stands for Hazardous... Back. I can't remember what it stands for. Oh, Hazardous. come on, Richard, this is your thing. you got to know it, dude. <laughs> it's no, Hazardous no, just... Vacuum... Something I don't know. I know what it's called. The HVAC. They never say the acronym in the na- in the game. I don't think I can accept it. Oh, okay. So sorry. I'm sorry. Huh. I've, it, I, what I've got is HEV suit and hazardous environment suit. So I don't know if oh. there's another suit maybe that he wears later, but he couldn't get that either. So, mm. but close. We're gonna get. We're gonna get. I think you're gonna get this one. No, you're not actually. This one's really hard. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Oh boy, it's getting harder. This is, is going yeah, to be a long night, guys. <laughs> a lot of silence. Love Games is a final... British host. This is always what happens. <laughs> For the final five points, which physicist and philosopher does Gordon Freeman take his name from? I'll accept the surname. Richard? Any any idea? Uh, no. No no idea. We have no answer. Dyson? Anyone ever? Freeman Dyson? Invented the guy who invented the vacuum? Yeah. Really? Yeah. Really? Yeah. <laughs> I'm learning you something. Okay. You don't get any points, but you learn something. That's good. <laughs> yeah. I um, feel richer. Richer in stuff. <laughs> <laughs> that guy's no inventor. He's a shyster. <laughs> Third question. So again, start of a 10. No conferring. Sakura, Ibuki, Ingrid, Sharon, Rufus, and Seth are all characters in which series of fighting games? One which is coming up. Yagukun Galloway. Street Fighter. Is the right answer. Mm. So, so ten more points to Yagukun, and that means they get bonus questions on rosters now. I'm going to name five characters from a series of, or a specific game, actually, and I want you to name the game that they come from. First one, then. First set of five characters. And I think Joe might being annoyed that he didn't get this right. Oh, son of a bitch. Bodhi, Tay, Amelia, Angel, and Glitch. I don't know, Richard. Uh, not a, well, wait. Can you say the names again? Sure. Bodhi, Tay, Amelia, Angel, and Glitch. That's not King of Fighters, is it? It's not. Joe, what is okay. it? I want to say it's Fighting Vipers, but I might be mistaken. No. Don Central 2? Really? Damn it. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> I haven't been paying okay. attention to the names. <laughs> Damn it. You were only playing that yesterday or something. Yeah, whatever. I love it to death, but I haven't paid attention, clearly. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> okay, second set. 
bit easier, I think. Coco Bandicoot, Dr. Nina Cortex, Dr. N. Jin, Pasadena Opossum, and Ebenezer Von Clutch. That's got to be the Crash Bandicoot series. Yeah, Crash Bandicoot. Need a specific game. Oh, oh, oh. A specific, oh, a specific, oh, a specific game. game? Oh, that's brutal. Uh, I thought that was an easy one. Oh, I thought it was serious. Uh, you want me to slice it again? No, no, it's got to be the most recent one. It's got to be um, Crash of the Titans. Is the wrong answer. Damn it! Uh, I want to say Crash 3 works. No. Damn. Anyone remember Crash Tag Team Racing? Wow. Dude, no. Come on, man. Come on. Okay, come on. This one you'll go to get. Five points. Five points on offer. Mario, Luigi, Princess Peach, Solid Snake, Sonic the Hedgehog. Smash Brothers Brawl. Is the right answer for five points. Hey, Richard. Hey. So that sends Cuckoo up to 25. Billy Lee trailing on 10, but long way to go. Question four. Ten points, no conferring. Which award-winning sci-fi shooter RPG shares a name with the medical term for the consequences of a growing mass like a tumour. Bailey Delia. I'm going to say Mass Effect. It's the right answer for 10 points. Very nice. Okay. So, these bonus questions, guys, are on gaming etymologies for where the names derive from. Five points for each. Which sci-fi shooter series takes its name from the Latin term for God out of the machine, a term more commonly used in linguistics to describe a plot device whereby a seemingly inextricable problem is suddenly solved by the contrived and unexpected intervention of some new factor? Deus Ex? Yeah, the right answer. All right. I think G might get this. Let's see. Which RPG series has a name that, when translated from Chinese into English, means something akin to story near water? A reference to the classic Chinese story Water Margin, on which it's loosely based upon. <laughs> Sorry, repeat that again. I'll say again. Which RPG series has a name that, when translated from Chinese into English, means something akin to Story Near Water? Story Near Water. A reference to the classic Chinese story, which translated into English is called Water Margin, on which it's loosely based upon. Is this uh, Suikoden? Is the right answer. Wow, thank nice. you. Very nice. Thank you. Very good. And last one. Uh, finally, which long-running RPG series has a name which stems from its creator feeling that it was his last-ditch attempt to achieve success in the games industry? It'd be Final Fantasy. Is a full set of bonus answers. Woo! Thank you. Thank Very you. good. By the way, that water margin thing should have been water marshes, I think. But anyway. <laughs> no, I think he's right. I think it's margin. I'm pretty sure oh, really? it's margin. Okay. Yeah, I think so. Because really? the Chinese novels, the bandits of the water mar- or something of the water marshes. But anyway. Okay. Right. Maybe it's a mistranslation of the translation. Maybe that's fair. <laughs> either I way. I it to be right. <laughs> <laughs> but I'll take the points either way. <laughs> Internet high five, Chi. Thank you, man. Thank Very you. Good, good job. Yeah, good job. Yeah. So the, I think the kind of first quarter stage is that right is that, is that the right term American friends first quarter sure yeah yeah sure why not yeah <laughs> I feel like I'm being patronized I mean there's four of them <laughs> what the scores it is Gakukun 25 and Billy Lee on 35 in your face oh man we lost out there alright we gotta make up the ground Richard
question five, starter for ten, and uh, no comparing. And I'm going to make sure that I have them. Now a popular internet meme. What phrase taken from the inaccurate English translation found in the European version of the Mega Drive game, Zero Wing, appeared... Nagookan Galloway! It's all your base, or belong to us. Was that what you were going to say, Richard? Yes. And that's both, yeah, you're both right. I was going to say, appeared beneath the YouTube logo in 2006 when the video site was taken down to maintenance. I don't know if you guys knew that, but um, Right, so that's ten points, Gagookan, to tie the scores. Um, we'll have three more questions now on famous or rather infamous quotes from video games. I'm going to say the quote. Please tell me the specific game it first came from. First quote up for five points. And I'm going to have to try and pronounce this very specifically. Congratulations. You've completed a great game and proved, to O's, the justice of our culture. Now go and rest, our heroes. <laughs> Damn it. That's fun. That, that could have been any game from, like, the 80s. <laughs> yeah. That's exactly, exactly what game it is, don't you, Joe? Yeah, I know this one. Can, can you say it again? I will say it again. Listen again. Uh, I don't know. If, maybe the, the pronunciation will trigger it for you. Congratulation. You've completed a great game and proved with two O's, the justice of our culture. Now go and rest, our heroes. I got nothing, Richard. What do you got? Uh, it's not Custer's Revenge, is it? What is it, Joe? <laughs> I'm pretty sure this is Ghostbusters for the NES. It's the right answer. Oh, damn. Oh, uh, but no points for, uh, for for Billy Lee, unfortunately. Fun fact, in the, in the 2008 Ghostbusters game, you could see that on one of the screens in the Ghostbuster firehouse. Really? Yes, absolutely. Mm. It's hilarious. That's excellent. Um, Yes. Okay, this one's maybe a, a touch easier. It's dangerous to go alone. Take this. Uh, Brad, I'm thinking it's linked to the past. Is that correct? Mm, uh, I, I'm gray on it. Let's go with that. I got nothing. You wrote this for yeah, me, pretty... didn't you, Sinan? What is it, Joe? Resident Evil. No. Re- Pulse, really? Barry says that it's something. Richard's closer. But it's not linked to the past. It's the very first Legend of Zelda. Oh, oh. Damn it. Good try, Richard. Good, yeah, good try, try Richard. You're on track. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's what yeah. the, uh, the guy in the cave says. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it was. Yeah. Are you Are you sure he doesn't say it in Link to the Past as well? I I, I did say first came from. Oh right. right yeah, right, the original. Right. Yeah. Okay, and last one for five points. Hey dudes, thanks for rescuing me. Let's go for a burger. Ha 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 ha. <laughs> That's bad dudes. That's it's bad dudes. Right answer. Yeah. Yes. Yay, we got one. <laughs> so that sends Gugukun on to 40 points. Five ahead of Billy Lee, and we go on to question six. Getting better, getting a bit more, a bit more productive. Let's see if you can be productive with this one. Question six, starter for ten. The oft-forgotten Parasol Stars, not released to arcades like the two previous games, is technically the third game in a series which began with which revered court platformer starring Bublin and Boblin? Gagookan Galloway! Ah, uh, Bubble Bobble. Is the right answer. Of course there's a Bubble Bobble question in there. You I'm going to make sure I scroll to the bottom. Sorry, Joe. <laughs> it's, like, fine, fine. it's like tormenting you. <laughs> oh, I didn't even mean to, but it's happening. So, three questions on the third games in gaming series now for Gagookan. You can confer five points for each. Which game, originally intended to release for the PlayStation 3, but instead releasing for the PlayStation 2, in a break from series tradition, ends with an out-of-house musical piece? In this case, Star Sailor's Way to Fall. Uh, is that Persona 3, Brad? 
That's not... You might be right. Yeah, I, I, I don't have anything. Let's go with that. You should... Okay, Persona 3. I'm totally not sure, but yeah, try it. It's not Persona 3. Anyone know on, on Billy Lee? No. No? No. Nah. Nope. Metal Gear Solid 3. Really? Oh. Yeah. Uh. Okay, next up. Which 1991 game stars the wizard Aghanim, A-G-A-H-N-I-M, as its major, major antagonist and is notable for introducing what would become a series trademark, namely the existence of two parallel worlds between which the player can travel? That's Link to the Past. Link to the Past. It's the right answer. <laughs> and uh, finally, for five more points, which game's ending musical score was later used in Michael Jackson's single Stranger in Moscow? <laughs> I didn't even know he had a song uh, named that. Um, I, 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 got nothing. Nothing. I got nothing. Um, Sewer Shark? Oh, if only. It's a wonderful guess. I think Joe might know. If if it probably Sonic Three because he wrote some of the music for that. It's the right answer. Yep. Oh seriously? Uh, yeah, yeah, Sonic Three. Nice. And he he long denied it, but after he died, I think it was revealed and yeah. something. I can't remember exactly, but yes, it's it, he wrote. If you listen, wow. we had we covered it on our last year's show actually. If you listen to it, it's really really obvious. If you listen to them next to each other. Mm-hmm. But, um, I had not know that. Yeah, I had no idea until I found out. Either. So that was, I believe, five points plus for ten points for Gugukun, which I think is going to see them soar away into Damn. yeah twenty point lead for Gugukun on fifty five. Billy Lee needs to make up some points Jeez. on thirty five. Let's see. Come on, Joe. Come on, Chief. Put <laughs> it together, guys. Seven. Question seven. Start of a ten. No conferring. Which two D platformer? which was strongly influenced by the narrative model of Italo Calvino's Invisible Cities and its use of physical spaces as metaphors for mental spaces, won the 2006 Independent Games Festival before being released to high acclaim in 2008. Degukun Nayak. As a braid? Is the right answer. Ooh, nice. I thought it was that, but it wasn't confident. I didn't want to cost us yeah. points. I, Good call, I, I, was, I was really rolling the dice there. <laughs> <laughs> it was a Good call. very successful roll. Okay, so we're going to have three questions on notable indie games now. I'm going to read out a quote from the creator of an indie game in which he or she is describing the game he created or she created. And I want you to give me who said the quote and the name of the game. So first quote for five points, Kegukun. It's an album of games exploring the expressive power of abstract shooters. Dissolute sounds of destruction are replaced with guitar riffs harmonizing over an all-guitar soundtrack, while modulating shapes celebrate the flowing beauty of geometry. It's 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 everyday shooter, and I'm trying to think what the guy, Jonathan Mack. Is a beautiful answer. Five points. Ah, there we go. Very good. Okay, next up. The sense of being engulfed by nature is something sublime that I can't capture with photos or videos. As a game designer, I wanted to try and capture that feeling with an interactive experience. Uh, sounds like Flower. Yeah. Is it Genova yeah. Chen and Flower? Is a right answer. Yes. Oh, nice one, Richard. Yeah, nice one. Very good. Let's see if you get this, <laughs> if you get this next one. I'd almost be tempted to give you bonus points. I can't, but I would. <laughs> It's definitely one of those situations where, when you're trying to win an argument, you can argue your point in two ways. The first way is the hard way, explaining your view in depth to get your point across. The second way is to just punch whoever you're arguing with in the face. I don't know. I got nothing. 
Aquaria. <laughs> so, out of left field. And it's completely and utterly the wrong answer. Uh, it, <laughs> it is, in fact, Super Meat Boy creator Edmund McMillan, but he's talking about Cunt. I don't know if anyone remembers that game, but uh, yeah. If you, yeah. If you played that game, you would know why he's saying what he's saying. And if you remember how it was received. I mean, there, are, there are probably one or two people screaming that out. Screaming out that word <laughs> over and over. <laughs> that's a thought. Um, so that's 20 more points. Jesus. To get Gukun. To take them up to 75. Billy Lee on 35. Get buried. <laughs> It's going to turn around in a heartbeat. This could turn around. This this could happen quickly. You never know. Yeah, it's a long way to go yet. A long way to go yet. Okay, so we're on to question eight. Ten more points. The first game designer to be awarded a fellowship by BAFTA. This man created one of the most commercially successful series of all times. A series, its name derived from a prefix used in early games which had suffixes like copter, city, ant, and earth. What's the designer's name? Jesus. Uh... Nyak. Uh, Will Wright is the right answer. Oh, oh good one. It's oh. the Simpsons, right? Yeah. Simpsons, yeah. Oh, good, good, good. <laughs> nice one, Richard. Very good. So that is 10 more points. Let's see if you can really stretch that lead, Gagookin, and uh, make this a, a struggle for, for Billy Lee. Five points for this. Inspired by the code talkers of World War II, what is the fictional language featured in The Sims games? Uh, it's Navajo, isn't it, Brad? It's I I don't yeah that is what the the Wind Talkers is, but I don't know anything about the Sims games. So I couldn't tell you. You want the yeah. Sims language, I right? I want the Sims language, not the Navajo. Language. Oh, is it, is it like Simlish? Is that what it's called? <sighs> well, that's a fantastic answer for five points. Well done. Damn. Is it really? Is that what it is? Yes, yeah, Simlish. <laughs> <laughs> that is out of the bag, sir. Out of the bag. Wonderful. Okay, five more. See if you can get this. What was the rebranded name of the now wholly defunct MMO project, The Sims Online? I'll say that again. What was the rebranded name of the now wholly defunct MMO project, The Sims Online? Is it Second Life? Brad, do you know? I, I have no clue. Uh, Second Life? Anyone on Billy Lee? Was it Sims World or something along those lines? Oh, that's closer. EA Land? Anyone remember EA Land? Oh, yeah. Mm. Yeah. That didn't go down well, Yeland. No. No. Okay, and one last Simish question, or Simlish question. Maxis is now owned by EA, as is a studio which was originally known as EA Redwood Shores. What is its current name? I don't know. Um, Firaxis? Oh, no. Um, but it's a good, good, I like it. Dead Space? Visceral. Visceral games. Mm. Music question now, teams. Simple enough. Just tell me the name of the game from this piece of music for 10 points. Oh, I'm sorry, you wanted the name of the game? Yes. Super Mario 64. It's the right answer. Oh, good, oh, good one. Good, good answer. Mm-hmm. And you know the name of the song? Uh, it's the Bowser boss battle theme. Yeah, that's exactly okay. it. Bowser theme. Okay. Wow. Very good. So, three music questions now for Gagookin. 
Um, you can listen in as well, Billy Lee, obviously, <laughs> and laugh at them if they <laughs> get it nice. wrong when you know. How about this song? Oh, uh, that is Snake Man from Mega Man 3. Oh, yes. very, nice. very good. Wow. I was hoping there was going to be a Mega Man question. <laughs> <laughs> there it is. That was within seconds. Um, yep. If anybody was going to get it, it was going to be Richard. We all knew mm-hmm. that. It's true. Although I, I would have backed Joe as well, I think. Yeah. Mega Man 2, you would have got me. Mega Man 3, I'm a little foggy on. Really? Okay. Yep. This one's a bit harder, I think. Oh, I know this one. Um, clearly a horror game. Uh, it's not ringing a bell for me, man. What about you? Um, let's listen to the whole thing first. You know okay. it, Yeah. Do you know Chi? No. Mm. I think I, if it was on the other way around, I would have probably got it just like maybe. I'm not sure. Is this from Baldur's Gate? No. Okay. I'm going to say that as the answer. Um, it's actually from Bioshock. Yep. Ah. Yeah. Well known, Joe. Very well spotted. I think, I think you'll all get this next one. Hey, uh, Richard, does this sound like F-Zero to you? Uh, that was... My guess was a racing game, so yeah, that sounds good. Uh, you want to go with F-Zero? Yeah, it's fine. We have to... I don't know which one, though. There's a couple. Oh, oh, yeah, right. Um, which F-Zero goes? It sounds like it sounds like a Super Nintendo game. Really? I was so, going to say a newer one. Is it the... I was going to say more recent. You want to go with Super Nintendo? It kind, it kind of... Well, hang on, let me play it again. Yeah, that's definitely, like, Mega Man X-style music. So I'm guessing, okay, it's, so guessing it's a 16-bit, and I think there was only one F-Zero game for the Super Nintendo. Was it just F-Zero? Is that... I mean, do you know of any other Super Nintendo F-Zeros? I'm kind of hazy, man. It's been a while. Plus, I'm old. Okay. <laughs> that might, that's, my, my, that's my best guess, is F-Zero. <laughs> Let's go with F-Zero. Because Brad is old, I'm tempted to give him five points, but um, it's not F-Zero for the Super Nintendo. If you said F-064, you'd be wrong. Oh, shit. Oh, we weren't close. Oh. We weren't... No, that's what I'm saying. You'd be wrong. If you'd said Star Fox, you'd be right. Really? Star Fox? Star Fox. Star Fox. I would have gotten that. Oh, that's the Corneria theme from Star oh, Fox. Really? It would make a really great F-Zero theme. Somebody should, <laughs> <laughs> Somebody should call it guys. <laughs> <laughs> Let him know. That's a perfect, perfect. Maybe I've played too much Super Smash Brothers and I just instantly see that and think Star Fox. I don't know. Um, okay, so that was 15 points, which takes the scores at I think roughly the halfway stage. 110 to Gigukun. Billy Lee. I'm not even going to say it. It's, it's, we're we're going to rectify it. We're just going to rectify it on this next one. <laughs> Let's let's not even let's just keep going forwards. Right, question ten. Question ten. Start of a ten. No conferring. Which 2010 hack and slash action game 
brought together music from Sega classics like Afterburner, Space Harrier, and Outrun. Billy Delia is the right answer. Well done, Billy Lee. Okay, so a few more questions on Hacker Slash games. Uh, so each one worth five points. Bayonetta and Devil May Cry is the creation of the veteran Japanese designer Hideki Kamiya. The lead character of Devil May Cry, Dante, appears twice in which other Kamiya-created Capcom series? Hmm. Oh, One is Beautiful Joe. Did you say we have to name two? No, no, no. He appears twice in which other oh. created Capcom Be- series? Beautiful Joe. Is the right answer. Okay, there we go. Nice. I was going to let you dangle for a bit and just <laughs> talk yourself out of it. <laughs> I was going to be like, go ahead, Joe. <laughs> no way. Um, okay, second one. Which hack and slash is associated with this quote? And I'll say it twice. Greed is a two-headed beast. Hoarding wealth feeds one beast and squandering it satiates the other. By cashing this check, you succumb to avarice by hoarding filthy lucre. But by not cashing it, you waste it and thereby surrender to prodigality. Make your choice and suffer the consequence for your sin and scoff not for consequences are imminent. Do you mean to say it again, Billy uh, Lee? Okay. I'm guessing Bastion. I don't know. What do you think? I'll, do, I'll say it one more time. Think, think, think really hard about this one. Greed is a two-headed beast. Hoarding wealth feeds one beast, and squandering it, squandering it satiates the other. By cashing this check, you succumb to avarice by hoarding filthy lucre. But by not cashing it, you waste it, and thereby surrender to prodigality. Make your choice and suffer the consequence for your sin, and scoff not, for consequences are imminent. I cannot think of a single game. My only other guess would be Torchlight, but I haven't really played that. But I haven't played two Torchlight. I, uh, it, I bought Dante's Inferno, but there is no check in that game, so I'm really stuck. Which one are you going to go with, Torchlight or Dante's Inferno? Mm-hmm. What do you think, Chi? Uh... <laughs> you don't think it's Bastion? I've not played Bastion, so if there was something in that game, please go with it. The only, the only, the only thing is that the quotes in that game are just as, uh, just as ludicrous as the quote he just read off. If <laughs> <laughs> you got confidence, go for it. But, but I don't know if, uh, if uh, Sanani was trying to throw us a hint there, but I don't know. I'm confused now. So. <laughs> Excellent. <laughs> uh, why don't, why don't we go with uh, what was the. Uh, Let's go with Torchlight. Sounds like a pseudo game, pseudo quote, but I don't know. I'm going to go with Torchlight. Damn. If you'd gone with Bastion, you'd have been wrong. If you'd gone with Dante's Inferno, you'd have been right. Damn it. Really? It's part of the promotional material for the game. Really? Oh, the, yeah. oh that's right. The uh, the check that oh. I told the media. Yeah. Damn it. Did not think of that. Right. I couldn't think of a check in that game, which I unfortunately no. played all the way through, so I'm like, son of a bitch. Okay. I th- yeah, I think I think it's, that's that was pretty mean of me <laughs> Even I'm a bit annoyed <laughs> myself with that one okay uh, last one this one hopefully a bit easier uh, finally Dante's Inferno takes its name from which 14th century poem it was um, fuck, I'm trying to think of the full name shit it's not um, it's not Beowulf right no no no, no. it's uh uh, son of a bitch, I'm tipping my tongue. Do we know over at Gugukun? 
Is it the uh, Divine Comedy? That's it. Yeah. Damn it. Mm-hmm. Tip of my uh, tongue. Unfortunately, but you got five points there to add to the ten, and that brings you into the half century. <laughs> Lucky us. <laughs> hey, it can isn't, all it, isn't it ten points for the starter question? Yeah. So you were thirty-five, unfortunately, before. <laughs> so <laughs> it was fifteen, I think, in total. Oh, okay. Um, make any inroads into Gagukan's mighty leap? Will Joe finally get the Silent Hill question he so thoroughly cherishes? And will the contestants actually hang around if the questions do in fact get harder? Find out in part two of University Challenge Big Red Potion. soon.